the following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. It is a wonderful, wonderful morning in Southern California. A little bit rainy and a little bit cool, and I am loving it. So, hello to all of you all around the world. I love it that this show goes out to over 100 countries around the world, and I get emails from you telling me who you are, where you are, and what you're seeing. And I will tell you, it means the world to me. I always... Open them with excitement. It's always fun. I guess I come from the world of pen pals, but it's like great to know people are out there trying to change the world. Well, this show is brought to you by Million Kids. That is spelled M-I-M-N, excuse me, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids. It's not one million kids, not a million kids, just million kids. And the reason that we do that is because more than a million kids are trafficked each year around the world. We'd encourage you to follow us on Facebook. You just go on Facebook, hit Million Kids, and hit like and and join up with us. You can share that. And you can follow and share these shows. And I'm going to tell you today, we have an amazing show for you. If you are the only one hearing this show and you want to share it, you can do that by going to exploitedcrimes.com exploitedcrimes.com you just kick uh, click on listen and you will see 50 hours of shows on there and they will stay on there all year and you can you can get an embed code and you can put this show and those those shows those archive shows on your website or you can share them, forward them, share them with everyone you know. Now, before we get started on our show, I want to share with you, um, as many of you know, me and kids is the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. That is a task force of men and women, in my opinion, some of the very best men and women, seven of them. They go out in the middle of the night and they go after people I believe are the worst of the worst. And that is people who sell other people's bodies. And it just doesn't get any more vile than that, especially if that body is a child's body. So I'm very, very proud to be connected to this task force. And they got a victory this week. One of our really tough cases. By the way, this was handled by a female undercover officer, and I'm real proud of her. She's not all that tall, but she took on one real bad guy, okay? His name was Lawrence Gunn, Jr., 33 years old. He was part of a gang. His gang moniker was classified, and this man preyed on 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids right here, starting in Southern California. 
He tattooed them with his gang moniker right down the side of his face. These kids, 15, 17, 18 years old, had the word classified going from the top of their forehead right down to the end of their chin. And he did that to them, 28 victims, and they were sold from Southern California through Los Angeles up to Anchorage and over to Minnesota. And so this man did get 15 years. Now, I'm going to tell you that's not enough, in my opinion. And I can tell you those people who follow us on Facebook will tell you it's not enough either. They always want to start out with castrate the blah, 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 and hanging by the thumbs, okay, or something. However, at least it got him off the street, and he needs to pay a price. So enough of all of that. I want to get on to our guest today because we have an exciting guest. Before I get into it, I want you to know you can call in to the show. Now, I know many of you are listening in odd uh, hours around the world, and you can't call in. But in the U.S., the number is one 866 472 5788. Let me give it again. 1 866 472 5788. Well, our guests today are people that I have interviewed on my other radio show, and I was just so impressed. I wanted to have them on this show, especially so we can get this around the world. Their names are Randy and Lana McKinney. And they are amazing individuals. You want to say hello, guys, before I get into your biography here? Good morning. Good morning, Opal. Thank you for having us on your show. You bet. Well, I don't have Lana's biography, but I have Randy's, and I'm sure Lana was running alongside of Randy. So we're going to start there. Randy is the founder of something called African Wildlife Initiative in Central African Republic. That's called CAR, Central African Republic. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm educated. I have three million frequent flyer miles. I've never heard of CAR. And so I had to look it up. So if you're going to to Google right now to figure out where it is, I don't blame you. I didn't know where it is either. But this is an amazing situation. Now, you're probably wondering why on earth I'm having African Wildlife Initiative on a show that combats sex trafficking. But this story is so horrendous. It is just so compelling. I wanted to have Randy share it with you. So, Randy, I'm going to have you just get started here. Tell the people your background first, who you are, and what led you up to start this program. My background is in law enforcement and the private security industry. Um <clears throat> This all started back in 2009 uh, after a trip to the Congo. And what we saw there was uh, you just come back a different person than went there when you see all the uh, suffering that was going on with children. And uh, we were deep in the bush, and we were also in the capital city of Kinshasa. And no matter where we went, there was you could find suffering from children, just absolutely horrific suffering. It's not even explainable. And, uh, so, so let me back you up a minute, Randy. First of all, so you were in law enforcement. You're a pilot. You're also uh, a doctor. Is that right? Yes, I am a homeopathic physician. Wow. And you're a pilot and you're a former CEO of an international security company. So you're obviously extremely disciplined. You have had a lot of training. You've had a solid career, it sounds like, before you ever took this first step. Is that right? 
Yes, that's true. Um, and I've what, been a what lot took of, you? Been what a lot you? of bad places. <laughs> what took you to the Congo in the first place in 2009? We were over there um, doing some work for for the government of the Congo. We were um, uh, doing some threat assessment work and stuff like that for them. They asked us to come over there. And we, our organization, our company did work for uh, uh, countries that were on friendly terms with the United States and for the United States also. And um, that's what got us there. The, the reason I want to point this out to our, our listeners is that, you know, in my case, I'm retired. I, I, I quit in 2000 after a career in international marketing. I took some time off to retire. And then in 2008, I felt this calling to go to Cambodia. And obviously, what I want to say to the listeners is that, you know, as you get to those more senior parts of your life, it's okay to enjoy life, but it is okay to start a whole new life of changing the world. And that's what one of the things I admired about you is that you've obviously, you know, people say they want to volunteer, they want to get involved. And I'm going, you know, this isn't a haphazard kind of thing. This takes discipline, it takes educating yourself, it takes commitment, it takes getting involved, and it takes the willingness to finance and and find the funding or provide the funding to make these things happen, and you and Lana did that. Yes, we did. Uh, when we first went uh, back to Africa um, uh, in April of last year, or excuse me, July of last year, we sold everything we had to go do that. Wow. And we rode motorcycles through 11 countries and uh, wound up in the Central African Republic um, chasing down an uh, opportunity that had uh, come across our radar screen a few times, but we never could put anything back together. And so we'd taken off on motorcycles, sold everything we had, and went to treat kids with dysentery in Africa. And we rode out of Alaska and headed for Africa. <clears throat> and... Um, we rode through 11 African countries and uh, wound up in the Central African Republic after they decided that they really needed us there again. So, you know, our so, mission kind of kind of expanded dramatically in midstream there, but um, it was what we'd been chasing all along. But, you know, God seems to have different timing than we do. <laughs> Boy, you got that right. <laughs> I'm a living example of that. <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway, um, we're, we're down to about three and a half minutes before the break. Tell the folks what is Central African Republic. Central African Republic is a country directly north of uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. It's surrounded, uh, completely surrounded by other countries. There's no uh, ocean access. It's... Um, it's uh, it's just coming out of a civil war, um, and uh, they had the first free elections about a year and a half ago, and elected a new presidency, and uh, of course he appointed an entire new cabinet. But uh, it's still in, uh, it's still they're shooting people over there all the time, and the, the capital city of Bengi is uh, under martial law with the UN. And while we were there, we were there for almost a month in Central African Republic. And while we were there, there's armored personnel carriers rolling up and down the streets and truckloads of U.N. soldiers, you know, all packing RPGs and automatic weapons. Wow. And there's a curfew. And so it's, 
Uh, only about 20% of the country is under government control. 80% of it is under rebel control or, you know, terrorists is what they are. And so it's, uh, it's not a safe place, that's for sure. And it's, uh, it uh, needs some serious help. It sounds like a terrible place to be a woman. Yes, that uh, certainly can be. It, you know, going in there by myself is one thing, but, you know, when I bring my wife along, uh, the responsibility goes up dramatically, of course. Yes, I bet. Well, we are starting to come up against a break here. I, uh, The person that we're talking, the people we're talking to today is Randy and Lana McKinney. Their organization is called African Wildlife Initiative, and we would encourage you to go to Facebook and look up African Wildlife Initiative and like that, and you will start to get an education of a lifetime. When we come back from our break, I want to talk about uh, the combination of wildlife poaching and also the sexual violence used in in Central African Republic as a weapon of war. In fact, I've asked Susie from Million Kids to post a uh, story on our our Facebook page, Central African Republic Sexual Violence as a Weapon of War, so that you can acquaint yourself with this. So we're up against a hard break here. If anybody wants to call in, if they're available right now, they can do that, 1-866-472-5788. My name is Opal Singleton. The organization is Me and Kids, and you are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Stay right with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking to Randy and Lana McKinney. They are with the African Wildlife Initiative. And it just caught my attention. First of all, as I began to read and understand how this is, most of you know on this show I cover Southern California situations or national throughout the U.S. cases on trafficking. We have not covered a lot of global trafficking. But when I read this particular story of Randy and Lana, I just felt compelled. I just felt passionate that we need to break with protocol and open your eyes about how bad this is. It's bad in America, but it is not even holding a candle to what these people deal with. So these folks operate the African Wildlife Initiative, and that has to do with combating poaching of wildlife and combating sex trafficking out of Central African Republic. So Randy and Lana, I want you to get started here. You've given us some background, how you got into it and where CAR is, which most people don't know. Tell us, first of all, how does this mix of uh, poaching and sex trafficking come together? Well, Opal, it's an interesting thing, really. Most people don't understand this, and to tell you the truth, we didn't really understand it when we first went to to, uh, Congo. But after a lot of research, we found that um, the people that are poaching elephants, the terrorist groups, you know, the political correct thing to do is call them a rebel group, but, you know, they're terrorists in the truest sense right. of the word. They, uh, the, the ones that are poaching the elephants to finance their mayhem are also the ones that are uh, going into villages and slaughtering the villagers and uh, kidnapping little kids to use or sell as sex, sex slaves. And they kidnap the younger boys to use as child soldiers. So by going after elephant poachers, we're going after the same, very same groups that are uh, causing all the mayhem in the villages and kidnapping these little kids. Now, is the U.S. involved in this at this point? The U.S. is involved in every country in Africa, 54 countries in Africa. Well, some depends on how you count them. Um, because there's some countries that are uh, trying to get independence, and they say they're independent, but the the governing countries say they're not. So, but out of 54 countries in Africa, there's only one that the U.S. military is not involved in in some shape, way, or form. And the Central African Republic is that country, and wow. the military was there. Special Operations Command was operating out of Obo for five years, and Obo is in the southeast part of the country right on the border with DR Congo. And um, they were there with 2,500 Ugandan troops uh, trying to catch Joseph Kony in the LRA. And uh, they pulled out in April, so there's no U.S. military presence in the Central African Republic at this time. Is it because they think it's too uh, risky, or do you have any insight of that? Well, it's... um, Certainly not too risky for the Special Operations Command of the U.S. military, but, you know, why they pulled out is, I really don't understand, I don't know why they did. There's all kinds Uh of uh, excuses flying around, but the real reason is, uh, escapes me. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I I pulled up, uh, I wanted to inform myself before I talked to you, um, and I pulled up an article called Central African Republic, Sexual Violence as a Weapon of War. And I would, I'm going to ask Susie, make sure that's on our Facebook. I, I think that that's an article people ought to read so you can, you know, get the true impact of what is happening in the name of sex trafficking and sexual violence. It is just words you can't describe uh, the amount of trauma these people are experiencing one lady who was married was uh, saying that she was raped with a broken uh, beer bottle and uh, you know it's just it, it just is a horrific situation it truly is horrific opal it's <clears throat> there's just simply not words to describe it and even when I came back just from the Congo um uh, seeing the atrocities that I saw there, you just can't, uh, you know, I couldn't describe that to my wife even with pictures. The only way you can really understand what's going on in uh, Africa, especially in the Central African Republic, is that um, you just got to have boots on the ground so you can go see that yourself. Yeah, and the, the thing that I see there is how do you help uh, these how do you help? I mean, uh, it's just, it, it's almost overwhelming when you look at it. And one of the things that you see here is they come in, they they rape, it looks like they rape both the men and the women, but many of the men then abandon their wives because they've been raped by this Islamic group or is Muslim group or something like that, that, uh, that you know, then the, it's called the Selica, is that right? Yes, that is true. And and uh, at that point, they're just like women who are abandoned. Yeah, in some cases that's true. That's not always true, of course, but in some cases that is true. And uh, other cases, their husbands, the women's husbands have been killed um, or captured and just disappeared. So there's all kinds of reasons why uh, these women that have been raped are uh, alone and single mothers trying to raise kids providing they even have any kids left, they haven't been captured. And there's lots of little orphan kids running around all over in the bush and in the capital city of Central African Republic, which is called Bangui. There's lots and lots of orphan kids because their parents have been killed. You know, one of the things I admire about both Randy and Lana here is, you know, and I get this a lot of times here in Southern California, people go, oh, that's just awful. That's just awful. What am, and you say, well, what do you plan to do about it? And they go, well, I, I don't know what to do about it. And it's fascinating to me because this is one of the most horrific situations on earth. And yet here are two people who did not walk away. You're two people who said, I can't fix all of it, but I might be able to fix somebody and fix some of it. And you've sold your possessions. You've made this your life's work, even in the, say, the twilight years of your life, okay, and have decided that even though you can't change the world, you can change somebody's world. That's exactly right. If You know, if we can, like you just said, if we can just save one kid's life, whatever we've done is worth it. Uh-huh. That's, that's just amazing. So what are, your, what are you doing, and then how can our audience help you? 
Well, we have an agreement with a European Commission-funded organization. The European Commission is the governing body for the European Union. And the European Commission has has, uh, financed an organization through one of their trust funds called Ecofon Project. And they've been operating a counter-poaching operation in the Central African Republic for a number of years, about five or six years. And uh, they're having, you know, moderate success, but they have no air support. And their area of operation is 41,600 square miles. Wow. And to give, to give the listeners an idea of how big that is, there are 15 states in the United States that are smaller than their area of operation. The wow. Central African Republic is only slightly smaller than the state of Texas. And so their area of operation is absolutely gigantic, and you can't possibly cover it on the ground with four-wheel drive vehicles. One of the reasons is that the roads, what they call roads, are just dirt tracks, what we would call a Jeep trail. And it just takes hours upon hours upon hours to go anywhere. We we drove 30 miles one one day, and it took six hours. The road was so bad, and that was the main road. And when you get off of the main road, then things really get bad. So covering that kind of an area is not possible um, mm-hmm. with vehicles. And so we have a an agreement with the with uh, Ecofon Project to provide air support for their rangers. And so what we are going to do is we're taking a helicopter back because there's very very few airstrips. And mm-hmm. uh, so we're taking a helicopter back to patrol for poachers who. You know, as a reminder, the poachers are the same ones that are kidnapping little kids and using them for sex slaves or selling them to, for sex slaves, and they're transported across the Sahara Desert into the into Europe and then into the Mideast from the Mediterranean. And so we use a helicopter to go out and find them, and then we use the helicopter to insert rangers, Ecofon rangers, in to make contact with the poachers. Well, and then that's we. I forgot we, you're a pilot, aren't you? <laughs> right, and then we extra, we will extract the rangers uh, after the mission is complete. Wow, wow! And so, what is uh, your African Wildlife Initiative? What are you doing to address the issues with the sex trafficking? Well, we will be rescuing child soldiers and kids from sex slavery that the uh-huh. poachers are using. Both of those. And uh, so we rescue those kids when we find them. You know, then, I think I think much ahead. of our I think much of our audience can appreciate what you're saying about child soldier. How does that work? Well, as an example, in our area of operation in the Central African Republic, it's the it's where Joseph Coney and the LRA operate, and mm-hmm. so Joseph Coney's hiding out in in the. Um, the Central African Republic. And he's probably the most barbaric human that has ever come along. And uh, when he captures little kids from uh, villages, um, if he's taking them for a child soldier, and they'll be, you know, 7 or 8 or 10, 12 years old, he forces the kid to kill his parents, usually with a machete. That's their initiation. When he takes kids to be used for sex slaves for his own use, he will cut the nose, ears, uh, lips off of the child, and sometimes their fingers. 
and that's how he, I don't know, brands him, so to speak, for his own personal sex slave. It's just horrific. You know, the mind cannot conceive the level no. of evil that can take place on earth. <laughs> no. It, it, people, when I tell them that, a lot of people don't even believe me, but go to our website or go to our Facebook page. There's pictures of those kids. Uh, I mean, they're graphic. It's a warning for everybody. They're graphic photos, but, you know, warm, fuzzy, feel-good photos simply does not get the point across. Yes, and, it, you know, the truth is, I mean, I go through that myself at times. The truth is, if you're going to change it, you have to call it what it is, and that is evil. We're up against a hard break here, folks. We are talking to Randy McKinney and his wife, Lana. They are with the African Wildlife Initiative, and we are talking about the horrific things that are taking place in the Central African Republic. We're up against this break. Stay with us. We will be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are having an excellent show today. I am just so excited. We have a wonderful guest, uh, actually two guests. We don't hear a lot from his wife, but I know she's there and I hear her every now and then. That is Randy and Lana McKinney. Their organization is the African Wildlife Initiative. You can go on Facebook, plug in African Wildlife Initiative, and you will find out more about them. They also have a website called AfricanWildlifeInitiative.org, not .com, .org. And Randy is a person who's been experienced in law enforcement. He's a former CEO of an international security company. He's a pilot. He's a doctor. And he is a person that in the later years of his career, he and his wife, Lana, have discovered a horrific problem in Central African Republic. That's in Africa. Most of us never heard of it. We call it CAR for short. And these are people who have sold everything they have, and they are dedicating their life to helping people, helping child sex slaves, adult sex slaves, helping people who literally are child soldiers, and helping in keeping wildlife safe from poaching. So what an amazing mission. I'm going to turn it back over to Randy and Lana. Tell us whatever you want to tell us next. Just before the break, we were talking about our website and our Facebook page and some of the graphic photos of children and of elephants. And uh, um, the warm, fuzzy, feel-good pictures simply do not get the point across about what's going on in Central African Republic, so that's why we post these pictures. So, But Flannery O'Connor once said, the truth does not change according to our ability to stomach it. Well, is that true? <laughs> yes, it is. So we have to put those pictures on to get the point across because the warm, fuzzy stuff doesn't cut it. Well, I also think, Randy, you know, one of the things that I know from this business is our minds, I mean, think about our lives here in Southern California or across the nation. You know, you you have, you know, shutters and plush beds and, you know, you go to Nordstrom's or you, you get in your nice car and you put decoration in your backyard and, and, when we live like that, it is almost impossible to understand the horrific conditions that other humans, just like us, just like us, are enduring every day. And most of us just simply don't want to look at it. And when we do, it is difficult to comprehend it because the spectrum that we're coming from is so far away. So I admire you for wading in and helping us take the blinders off. Well, thank you. And that's what has to happen. We have to take the blinders off of people so that they will become involved because if, you know, if they don't, nothing is going to change. And if we don't uh, put out the information, then nothing is going to change. Because there's in excess of 100,000 kids have been kidnapped in, this, in Central Africa, not the, just the Central African Republic, but in all of Central Africa. In excess of 100,000 kids have been kidnapped, and that's just ones that they know about wow. in the last 20 years. And so we have partnered with a uh, Emmy Award-winning uh, film producer named Richard Cooper to raise the awareness level of all of this that's going on. And Richard is going to make a movie for television 
out of about what we're doing in the Central African Republic. So we're very excited to be able to um, partner with an Emmy Award-winning film guy. Oh, this is a story that needs to be told in film. Right, and that's exactly why we're doing it. If we don't get the word out, nothing's going to happen. Nothing will ever change unless people start demanding it. Well, I'll tell you what, when you get that film out, you be sure and send it down our way. We'll get it on our Facebook. We'll put it out there so other people can know about it because we need to get this word out any way we can. All right. We're we're trying to go back uh, the end of this month. That's our plan to start making uh, some footage for the sizzle reel to raise the money for the entire film because, as you can imagine, it's very expensive to make an entire documentary film or a film for television. So we're going back uh, this month. We're trying to raise the money to do that right now so that we can go back and get the footage for a sizzle reel, that's what it's called, and that'll take us a couple of months of hard work. Uh-huh. So uh, be sure and, and follow African Wildlife Initiative because it would seem to me that once this is done, the other thing you can do is hold, uh, for instance, church um, you know, previews of it uh, so that whole groups of people can come and see what is happening and, and be sure and support that. Do you have any idea what the name's going to be yet or is it too early? No, it's too early for that. We have uh-huh. kicking some ideas around, but nothing definitive yet. Okay. So if people want to support the financing of that, they can make a donation to African Wildlife Initiative on your website? Yes, that's true. Or on our Facebook page. Okay. I want to get back to the sex trafficking part of this because our show, of course, is all about how to combat human exploitation of all types around the world. And it really is amazing to me what is taking place in this day and age. In my case, so much of it is driven by social media and the changes of technology. But it is also interesting to me that so much of this barbaric kind of thing is taking place in places around the world with the other parts of the world going on in and advancing and yet we're all pretending this isn't happening and you know when uh, when you and Lana went on your uh motorcycle ride out there I think when I talked to you before you said that the roads are so bad there it took you six hours to go 30 miles is that is that how it worked yeah where we were in the northern part up in rebel held territory um I left Lana in the capital city of Bungie in a secure location because traveling overland in rebel territory is very, very dangerous, and I simply wouldn't take her there. Although we rode our motorcycles in from uh, Cameroon, took us two days to get to the capital city of Bungie, and uh, we rode past shot-up villages. Nobody lived there anymore. And uh, it was pretty dangerous, but going north into rebel-held territory is very dangerous, and so I wouldn't take her. But we were on what is, the road even had a number for it. I don't remember what the number is, but and it'd be like Interstate 5, only this is a highway number, only <laughs> they call it a road, but, you know, six hours to go 30 miles is not much of a road. <laughs> And so, yeah, the Central African Republic is, without question, the most primitive country in all of Africa. There are more primitive areas in some countries, but uh, as a whole, the country is very, very primitive. So tell me about what it's like there to be a husband and wife living in that area, and how does this all take place as far as sex trafficking happen? 
Well, Lana can probably shed some light on what it's like uh, to be the wife of a guy that goes to dangerous places. <laughs> okay, Lana, go for it. <laughs> well, um, the main thing is that in these villages, they have no way to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have machetes, but that's their main tool. That's what they gather wood with, and uh, that's that's their only tool. But uh, as we go back and train up these rangers to be able to um, protect their their areas, their uh, what we would call a nas- national park here. Mm-hmm. Um, we also want to provide radios so that these villagers can help notify you know if they've got um, terrorists coming through, so that they can radio village to village. And is there any, is there anybody there that can come alongside with them and help defend them, or do they just scatter and hide when somebody comes through? How does that work? Well, right now they just scatter and hide. You know, that's all they can do. And um, we want to have radios, like Lana said, so that they can notify other villagers and then they can call us and uh, we can launch a helicopter and go to their rescue. So, uh, so you have a family group. They're all living in a small village, uh, you know, probably doing basics. They probably don't have regular jobs like we do, but they're defending, taking care of each other, probably family-oriented groups. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, comes somebody, a terrorist group, that wants to just demolish their whole community. Is that how this works? And they take the women and and uh, rape them and take the children and make them into child soldiers? That's exactly what happens. And then and your only defense is run and hide. Run and hide. You can't, you know... It's- you can't hardly go up against AK-47s with a machete. And so is there any nation on earth that is coming alongside these people to give them equipment, to give them uh, a, a place of refuge in a city if they leave their village and go in a city? What alternatives do these people have? Well, there's a lot of refugees out of car, and a lot of them are going by foot across the border into uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, and some are actually going into South Sudan, which is, it's all, I mean, there's a war going on in South Sudan. Yeah, and that's so, bad. Uh, they, the Christians can't go north into Chad, because that's a radical Islamic-held country, and so they really don't have any option, you know. There's thousands upon thousands of refugees uh, in the Central African Republic, and refugee camps, and the only the only thing going on to help him is the UN at this point. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, what's your plans? We're coming up against a break here, but let's let's finish off uh, this segment and going in the next segment. What are you doing, and what can our people do to support you? So, we're down to one minute. So, let me uh, take you into the last section here, but. Uh, Folks, we're talking to Randy and Lana McKinney, and this is the African Wildlife Initiative. They work on combating poaching of wildlife. At the same time, they're trying to help individuals in villages. As we've been talking here, you're in a village. People come through. If you look at this article, Central African Republic, sexual violence is a weapon of war. These folks are made into true sex slaves. The the level of barbaric... uh, behavior that the women especially are forced to endure is almost 
indescribable. And their children are taken. The men are often raped. The men are often violated and and, uh, killed right there. So we have a couple here who wants to do something about it. And I'm asking you to support them and help them do something about it. So if you will stay with us, we're going to get right back to it. We're up against a break. Stay with us. Thanks. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We hope that you will share this show with everyone you know, especially this show. It is archived at exploitedcrimes.com. By the way, you can always get an embed code. Just contact me at opal at meandkids.org. And we will send you out an embed code so you can post this show on your website. And we appreciate it if you would write into us and let us know your thoughts, especially on this particular show. So I want to take the last part of this show and just let uh, Randy McKinney and Lana McKinney uh, just take over. Let them tell you what they're doing, more important, what you can do to support them. So go for it, guys. So... In these villages, um, where they do have a school, so many of the young kids are not able to attend because just daily life is a full-time job, just to survive. So Mm -hmm. they have to go out and gather wood for fires for cooking and food, if possible, where there is food, which is very limited. Um, We just can't even imagine here in America how difficult that is. Plus, they have to haul all of their water. So it's a full-time job to get the the wood and the water, and most often the kids are involved in 
in those day-to-day activities and they don't have time for school because they're just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do, we've gone through two phase one and phase two of our operation. And uh, phase one, we hired 12 rangers and um, in in partnership with another organization called ACFR. They're on the payroll at our FOB, Forward Operating Base, um, in the northeastern part of the of CAR. And they're there all the time protecting the base. We've also... Uh, hired some other villagers from a, from a different village uh, called Adongo, and they built us an airstrip 1,500 feet long and 120 feet wide right near our air, FOB, Forward Operating Base, and they also cleared another one that was about 3,200 feet long that hadn't been used for many, many, many years, <clears throat> and they cleared all the tra- trees and brush out of it. And uh, we hired some villagers to rebuild this old hunting camp that we're using for Ford Operating Base. It hadn't been used for many years, and it was in total disrepair. And so those are some of the things that have happened in Phase 1 and Phase 2. And Phase 3 is what we're moving into now, like I mentioned earlier, to go back and uh, take an airplane, get some footage, video footage for a couple of months. <clears throat> so that um, we can start this sizzle reel and uh, get that off the ground. And so then we will, after that, we're going to start training rangers because they're unimaginable bushmen, but they don't know anything about weapons and tactics, and we uh-huh. need to get them trained up. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we will start counter-poaching operations and rescuing kids. Mm-hmm. So the other so thing we want to do is we really want to start an orphanage or come alongside somebody or have them come alongside us and to start an orphanage because we have to have some place to take these kids that we rescue. You can't just turn them loose in the bush. <clears throat> you know, we have to take them somewhere, and we need to start an orphanage. There is one orphanage that we know of in the Central African Republic in Bungie, but they, they uh, sell kids and uh, we're not going to do that. We need to have a school curriculum and uh, teach the older kids some type of a trade and get them into a, an education system of a college somewhere if they want to go that far. But we want to you know, get them back into their society as uh, productive people that will make a change there. Yes, give them some way to at least earn earn food, earn, you know, be able to have water, some way to have some sense of stability and, and like that, because you're, you have a society here that is losing entire generation, but more important, a society that's dysfunctional because they don't have the appropriate structure. So that's admirable that you're actually coming in, giving them work to do and a way to be able to provide for their family. Right, and we also want to start a water well drilling program, take a water well drilling rig over there, a cable tool rig, something very simple. We have people that are willing to go and do the drilling for us that have many, many years of experience in doing that. And uh, so we want to be able to provide them water because I've watched them drink water that, you know, you and I, Opal, would not even wash our hands in and they're drinking it. Wow. Well, folks, we're coming down to about the last three minutes. Our guests today are Randy and Lana McKinney, and their website is AfricanWildlife.com. 
www.thepetinitiative.org. We're also going to have this on our uh, Facebook page. Their Facebook page is African Wildlife Initiative. Please go on Facebook and hit like on there. I also want to uh, remind you that Million Kids is supported by wonderful donors, and that is how we provide you with this show. So we appreciate your donation at millionkids.org if you want to donate to us. But my real heart today, I mean, certainly we appreciate the funds that you give us to give us this show. But this is a crisis situation. This is one of those places in your life where you say, you know, if I could only do one thing that made a difference, I want to do this. And this is something that even a small amount of donation can make a huge difference in somebody's life. When you're starting from nothing, when you're starting from below zero, then to see an organization like this, and Randy and Lana have sold everything they own. This is not building a major organization where you're paying high-paid executives. They have sold everything they own, and they're asking you to support them financially and, and in your prayers and in your support. Follow them, get behind them, and help them make a difference. Randy and Lana, we have just about two minutes left. You would like to close out with anything you want to say? Well, as we go back and we help provide services with the with the wells and the schools, the orphanages, et cetera, it's it's important that we don't create a welfare state that we um, actually are helping to improve their lives so that they can make the difference in their own country. And of I course, we realize that the children is the most important natural resource of any nation. And right. we want to allow them to raise them up, to educate them, so that they can um, make Central African Republic a, um, a nation under God that's indivisible, rather than so much strife. Mm-hmm. And, and, and give them a sense of future and hope, and more importantly, stop the barbaric brutality that is especially taking place against the women. Randy, you want to say something? Well, the first thing, of course, for anything to happen is you have to provide security. Without security, water wells don't work, you know, orphanages don't work. Nothing works without security. And so that's our main goal is to establish security in our area of operation and by stopping elephant poachers, and which stops the, the mayhem because they're the same people that, that plunder in villages and kill people and rape women and men. So we have to start we have to start with security. We get that done then we move on to being able to drill water wells and start orphanages and bungee and stuff like that. Okay, we're down to the last 30 seconds, folks. I'd encourage you to please stop and look at African Wildlife initiative.org if it comes to your heart to support them I would ask you to think about that and do that Randy and Lana I so much appreciate all that you do I appreciate the sacrifices you've made in your life you are truly two people who have given your life to make a difference in others and it's not too late for our followers out there to do the same be sure and go to African Wildlife Initiative this is Opal Singleton signing off for Million Kids on Exploited Crimes Against Humanity see you next week Thank you.
you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.